0: Hi, and welcome to RPG Academy Show and Tell. Show and Tell is a show where we like to bring on somebody in the RPG space and talk about something cool they're working on. I'm Mo, and I'm going to be talking to some game designers for the next couple months. Today, we're talking to Bill Buckalter, co-designer of Mini Dungeon 2 from AW Games. Content warning, Bill is going to be talking about a current Kickstarter. Um, Hey Bill, how are you? Doing well, how are you? i am all right as you can see futzing with technology uh <laughs> do you want to tell us who you are and uh what makes you famous well i don't know about
1: famous but uh my name is bill buck alter i am one of the authors for the new mini dungeon tome 2 uh that adventure week games is uh currently kickstarting. i've been writing uh I've been writing mini dungeons for AAW games now for about two and a half years. I started, uh, during the summer of 2020, uh, when COVID was going on. Um, it was a good way for me to kind of therapeutically work through everything that was going on during that time. It's kind of difficult for everybody. Uh, so it helped help to have that kind of creative outlet. Uh, of writing the mini dungeons. But um, I've also written for, uh, I wrote for the Forgotten Realms, Living Forgotten Realms campaign um, during the fourth edition days. I used to write adventures for the Living Forgotten Realms campaign. So uh, I had a little bit of experience writing, but really most of my experience with writing and uh, has been with AAW. Nice. Um, what got you into game design in the first place? I mean, uh, I've always been a huge kind of gaming nerd since the early 80s. Uh, you know, I started off when I was 13 years old. Uh, I was the forever DM, the guy that when, when we got our first box set and as, as teenagers and started tearing through it, it was like, hey, somebody's got to run this game. Who's going to do that? And I was the guy that put his hand in the air. And, you know, ever since then, uh, I've always kind of had this this fascination with kind of writing and creating worlds and creating games. Um, you know, even when I was, it's it's ironic that it's kind of come around full circle for me because I remember when I was, I was probably only 13 or 14 years old uh, in one of the dragon magazines um dungeons or dragon i can't remember which it was back then they used to separate the magazines out i think there was a and dragon. i know there was a dragon magazine there was no. dragon magazine which i think had a lot of stuff for the players but then uh-huh. there was dungeon magazine oh. which had stuff for the dms they used to keep it separate and uh-huh. then at some point they combined them but anyway they had an address you could write to and this was back in the tsr days And they would send you a packet and say, "Okay, if you want to publish, if you want to have an adventure published, uh, this is the format. This is how you submit it to us. These are the terms. It had like kind of a little contract with it, so to speak, of this is this is how everything is going to work. And it's funny. I still have that paperwork from like 1983. You know, I wrote in as a kid. And said, Yeah, I want to, I want to submit my adventure, you know. And and they sent me back the paperwork. And of course, as a flighty 13, 14-year-old kid, I never got around to actually submitting it. Oh so, so I still have the paperwork. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still have which which I'm almost glad I didn't, because otherwise I wouldn't have all that paperwork still. Um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of neat to have that. Yellowed old paper, you know, stamped 1984 with the TSR logo. Still looks like it came off a typewriter, you know.
0: Mm-hmm, probably
1: mm-hmm. came off off a typewriter, which most kids these days probably wouldn't even know what one of those and, is. And,
0: and then it was put on a mimeograph machine.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so,
0: I, I I played a little uh Red Box D and D, a D and little uh um Top Secret back in the day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um and then i fell hard into the champions
2: hole
0: <laughs> um so let's talk about a mini dungeon tome um what what what's the what's the theme theme tone and feeling around mini dungeon tome and is mini dungeon tome a game or is it a supplement so it's it's a
1: supplement for game masters and the great thing is is that there's not one theme or tone of the book so the idea behind it is it's literally a collection of at this point i think we're up over 120 now because of stretch goals that have been unlocked and that sort of thing um it's a it's a collection of about 120 single page adventures which if you're a game master and it's last minute and you need, you know, let's say two or three of your people canceled for the evening and you don't want to stick to your main story. So you want to run kind of a little side quest. Um, you can flip through the tome and find one that fits the theme of your campaign, or maybe your friends want to have a, a weekend D D session just off the cuff, just looking to run a one shot. Uh, the book is just filled with uh, like I said, um, Many dungeons are basically themed to a particular region or a particular terrain. Um, they're all setting agnostic, so you can drop them in if you're doing Forgotten Realms, if you're playing Greyhawk, if you've got your own homebrewed world, you can drop these in anywhere and run them kind of off the cuff. They're designed so that game masters can. They've got all the monsters in them are. Uh, Straight out of the SRD so you can just go online and find the stats for the monsters really quick. It's got some treasure in them usually that you can pass out at the end kind of to reward the players. Um, So they're they're meant to really be a tool for GM's to help them uh, plan their game sessions quickly and easily on the fly.
0: Cool. Um, Just for fun. Uh, there's somebody sawing right outside of my garage door <laughs> as they're working in my house, so there may be a brief delay before I get to the next question or comment. <laughs> Got to wait for the saw to to die down. It's not you, it's me. Um, so this is uh gonna be uh totally working with um your your Pathfinder with your D and um, Are there other systems that you have kind of um? Kind of plugins for with this. So this particular tome is specifically
1: designed for fifth edition. Gotcha. Uh, for D D five e, we did do. So this is the second tome. The first tome was published both for five e and for Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just finished up doing. I think it was for Pathfinder second edition. So when this tome is finished being published for 5e i think there are plans uh i believe if jonathan could speak for sure but i'm pretty sure there are plans after the 5e version is done to launch uh, a project for the the pathfinder 2e version of the tome so and but they're they're simple and I, i would say that because i have dm'd for a lot of other uh formats like i've i've dm'd 13th age before i've played a lot Mm. of savage worlds and that sort of thing i don't think it would take much even if even if you had the tome and it was 5e it wouldn't take much to port these over you know really quickly and say okay i can even though it's designed for 5e i could run this in 13th age or i could run this in savage worlds you know It it wouldn't take a lot of gymnastics to get that done
0: right Savage worlds has a very DIY aesthetic anyway. So exactly. Um, exactly. I think I, I, I played 13, 13th age. I haven't played with 13th age players. Um, you may hear the air quotes, you know, people who are <laughs> like hardcore part of that community. So I'm not sure if they're looking in the books for what they want, or if they're like kit bashing and homebrewing stuff.
1: I know when we ran it, when I, when I ran it for my home group, I stuck pretty much to the books. I didn't, gotcha. I didn't homebrew a lot of that. Um, but and like you, I, I'm not deep into it. I ran a, I ran a small little adventure for my home group just because we had a few people that were curious about it and we wanted to dip our toe. And we really enjoyed it. We had a great time with it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's a great game. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think I think it's a nice mix. Well, you know, if you know the history of it, you know that the guys Rob Heinso and uh, 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 I can't think of the other Jonathan Tweet, mm-hmm. the guys who wrote it were the fourth edition guys. I mean, those mm-hmm. were the guys that really uh, were the head guys when d fourth edition was out. And so th- a lot of us joke about it being just 4.5 because they basically took 4th edition and stripped out the things they didn't like about it and thought could be improved and made 13th Age. And uh, of course, that's an oversimplification. The game does have a lot of its own unique stuff, but... Um, you're, you're not on trial. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, all, all that's to say, I, I really do enjoy 13th Age. I think it's a cool game.
0: getting back to mini dungeon tone too um how how are the players gonna like kind of interact with this are there uh paper maps digital maps like what what's what's the what's the
1: sexy part uh, we do offer we do offer a number of different ways actually um so part of the project is that we do have a digital map pack that's available so for all 120 plus uh, mini dungeons that are in there, we have uh, a digital map pack that has all the maps for all those adventures. So as a GM, you could get the map pack. And if you're playing on a, you know, if you're playing on a tabletop with a screen, you can load those maps up. Each adventure, it's unique in the design that each adventure only has one map. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you have to cycle as a GM, you would have to cycle through a number of different maps. It's usually just one map for one adventure. Um, So we offer all of those as a digital map pack. And then we also offer virtual tabletop bundles. So there's a virtual tabletop bundle for if you're playing on Foundry. And then there's a a different one for if you're playing on Fantasy Grounds. Um, So you can also... Just import those straight into those VTTs, and play with your players that way as well. So, a couple of different
0: options there. Cool. Um, so this is this is gonna sound like a dumb question, but there's been all this innovation in role playing games, and um, we. There's definitely the the action movie RPG where it's like you go in there, you kill the stuff, you get the (laughs) treasure, you win. Um, Are there dynamics in the mini dungeon tome that have more narrative like play styles to it? Absolutely. I think that's one
1: of the cool things about the tome is that there are so many different authors. You know, I'm only one of maybe a dozen authors who've written Mm -hmm. for this. Uh, So I've, and I've personally run a lot of these mini dungeons that were written by some of the other authors. And you definitely see a different kind of play style and a a unique um, array of, of different types of adventures based on who the author is. You know, I'm sure if, if you took just my, adventures out and laid them all side by side, you'd be like, oh, okay, I see the way this guy writes. And I right, see, right. I see the way he constructs encounters. But then you take one of the other authors, like maybe Claire Strickland or, or somebody else who's involved in the project. And she probably writes very, very differently than I do. You know, mm-hmm. so you play one of her adventures, and it's going to feel a whole lot different than when you play one of mine. And that's the great thing. Like I said, there's probably over a dozen of us that have written for this. So, um, so yeah, you'll definitely not feel like you're getting into a rut. You know, it won't be, oh, we're playing our, you know, 20th adventure in here, and it feels just like the first one we ran.
0: What, what kind of, um, like, thematic things are you going to find um, between the different adventures? Do you have any cool anecdotes I really enjoyed. I I
1: got a chance to do kind of a bit of a puzzle in it. And so the players will have to take some time to to solve that. So all, all kinds of different themes to the different adventures in the book.
0: Nice. I, I find that um, you know, there there are players who are like, you know, I want to, you know, solve the problem with my favorite magical item. And then there are players who you know, want to R-O-L-E play. <laughs> and, um, you know, back when I was a kid, all the dungeons had the monsters. All the monsters had points. You got points if you killed them. And, you know, it was kind of all about like killing monsters and evading traps.
1: Yeah, there was no questioning. There was no questioning why that bug bear was in that room or you know why you walked into one room and there was a bug bear and then you walked Mm -hmm. into the next room and there were 10 giant spiders Mm -hmm. and you walked Mm -hmm. into the next room and there was a dragon it was like yeah when we were kids we didn't ask why you know it was just because we wanted to kill stuff
0: right and and they're going to be kids playing this game and they're going to just kill stuff but as you as you mature sometimes you're like well i've done this before is there another way and um sometimes that ends up being, you know, players asking, you know, can this be my pet or can I seduce it? (laughs) And sometimes it ends up, you know, um, you know, people just wanting a different, a different interaction with the dungeon. Um, Where's the community around uh, the, the, the mini dungeon tome series? So, yeah, we have a, a really great discord community
1: uh for adventure week games um if you go to the website to adventureweekgames.com under the contact section is a link to our discord server and we have a very big very large very active discord community um there that uh folks can get involved in uh, a lot of the authors I know a lot of myself and a lot of the other authors we're all um uh, in that discord uh jonathan's in the discord a lot of the editors and the the layout people are in there the artists everybody kind of who's involved with aaw uh is there at some point or another and and can answer questions and kind of help with lore items and stuff like that uh we have different rooms for the different books we've got so like For example, Rise of the Drow is one of the big campaigns that uh, Adventure Week has done. And we've got one channel that's just kind of dedicated to Rise of the Drow. So GMs are in there asking questions. Hey, you know, I'm running this for my group and I got this coming up this weekend and I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work. And then everybody can kind of give advice and say, well, this is how it worked for us. And so, uh, And the same, we've got channel for mini-dungeons. We've got a channel for Roltmork, which was the latest campaign that we uh, did last year. So um, just a really, really good active community there that I would encourage anybody who's uh, getting involved or anybody who's looking at getting the mini-dungeon tome to, to jump in that Discord and, and join
0: us there. Nice. I, I find that there's so much on the market um there's a certain point where everybody's like well you should buy my thing and i'm the guy who's like can i can i just like check it out like can i go to where people are talking about the thing and you know um, well and
1: that's the great thing with the mini dungeons because we have what we call mini dungeon monday where every monday uh we publish one mini dungeon and it's free for a week so if you if you jump in on a monday and grab one of the mini dungeons and you really like it and you say, Hey, wow, this, this was cool. I had, I I had fun with this. Then that kind of gives you that sampler of what you'll get. If you grab the tome, now you're going to get over a hundred of those, you know? So.
0: A uh, good old first times free model. I like that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. I love it. it I love it. Uh, thank you so much, Bill. Uh, if um, people wanted to support Mini Dungeon um, Tome Two, you mentioned there was a Kickstarter. Uh, what, what, what? You want to give us the the spiel, all the details?
1: <laughs> well, I I think I sort of have. Really, yeah. the The Kickstarter is is still going on right now. Uh, we've unlocked an a, an amazing amount of stretch goals. Like I said, I think when when the project started, we had a uh, hundred adventures in the tome, and we've already unlocked more than twenty more adventures that have been added. So twenty percent more, thanks oh, to yeah. the thanks to the stretch goals that have been unlocked. Um, and we've also up- unlocked a bunch of upgrades to the book, like better uh, pages, stronger pages, better print, uh, added bookmarks into the. Uh, into the book so a lot of upgrades to the book itself to the quality of the book i think it's going to be a it's going to be a fantastic a beautiful book um there's a a collector's cover for it if if that's your thing they've got a really cool piece of artwork for a collector's cover um but yeah i think the kickstarter is still going on for a couple more weeks we've still what, got what's, what's our drop dead date for for uh, people
0: for for us last minute people
1: uh let me actually uh pull that up and let you know i can pull the kickstarter up really quick and let you know because i'll be honest i don't know off top of my head i know i'm i'm bad i'm bad it's okay it's Uh okay you're
0: you're the the creator not the business guy (laughs) exactly
1: exactly that's that's why jonathan that's why jonathan's around i'm just i'm just the uh i'm just the creator
0: all right here we go kickstarter has 15 days left to go 15 days left and uh I, i'm not sure when this is going out so. may 25th may 25th yep all right well there you have it folks mini dungeon tome 2 uh sounds like an excellent um tool to add to any rpg uh, from the of the fantasy variety and uh you know, with lots of support for um, D&D 5E and um, Pathfinder coming on soon. Is that right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I I believe the Pathfinder project, the Pathfinder project hasn't officially been kind of announced, but I think unofficially they're talking about that's going to be later this year. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for your time, Bill. Yeah, absolutely, Mo. It was nice meeting you. And thanks thanks for having me. Great chatting, great
2: chatting. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice.